And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at American Family Field in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the Marlins and the Brewers opened up a four-game weekend series. A pair of southpaws were on the mound, featured Braxton Garrett for Miami, the lefty Eric Lauer for Milwaukee. And with the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, in a perfect world, the Marlins would certainly rather be trying to punch their own playoff ticket for the second time in three years here down the stretch in 2022. But that's... Not a possibility. Instead, they've got a chance to play spoiler, and they're doing that so far in this final road trip of the year. They won one of the two games against the Mets at City Field the last couple of nights. Mets trying to hold off the Braves and win the National League East and avoid having to play in the wild card round. Now they come into Milwaukee, where the Brewers are trying to win one of the three wild card spots. And with the Phillies having lost earlier today, the Brewers started the night tied for the number three wild card position in the NL. A win tonight against the Marlins. They would have had that number three wild card spot heading into the final six games of the season and a chance to try to hold on. But it wasn't to be for the Brewers because the Marlins take game one of this four-game series in Milwaukee by the final of 4-2. to two. It was a matchup of left-handers. Eric Lauer for the Brewers. Braxton Garrett on the mound at the outset tonight for Miami. Lauer was on an early roll in this game. Lauer struck out six in the first two innings. And he had a total of nine strikeouts over the course of five scoreless innings. Allowed just one hit, didn't walk anybody. But he was done after 71 pitches, 48 strikes, making his second start tonight since a stint on the injured list. But when Lauer left, he had been staked to a lead in this game. In the second inning, Braxton Garrett allowed a leadoff single to Christian Yelich. A runner at first, nobody out for third baseman Mike Brasso. On 2-2, fly ball, well hit right field. Going back on it, Garcia onto the track at the wall. It's off the wall. And he plays the carom beautifully, fires in towards second. Nobody's there. Ball gets away. Now racing home, Yelich, and he's safe at the plate. The throw went all the way through to the third baseman, Groshans, who fired home. Yelich, an aggressive piece of base running, slides in safely. It's 1-0 Brewers. Well, it's a good thing that Groshans was... It was a single for Brasso. The throwing error charged to Garcia and Brasso to second, allowed Yelich to score, and the Brewers had the lead. Two batters later, they would extend that lead thanks to Keston Hira. 2-2 pitch, a ground ball sharply hit, past John Birdie into right field for a hit. Racing around third, Brasso, he's going to score. Avi can't field it cleanly, now headed to second, Hira, and it's 2-0 Brewers. It'll be an RBI single and most likely the second error in the inning on Avi Garcia. So the Brewers had the lead. Braxton Garrett would make it through four innings tonight, allowing just those two runs on six hits. Didn't walk anybody. Struck out a couple. He threw 76 pitches, 53 strikes. Brian Hoeing came out of the bullpen to start the fifth inning. He got Andrew McCutcheon to ground to third. Willie Adams then hit a shot off the leg of Hoeing. It shot over to the third baseman, Jordan Groshans, who barehanded it and threw on to first for a spectacular 1-5-3 putout. Two outs in the fifth, but Hoeing had to leave the game at that point. We have not gotten an update on Hoeing's condition, but an obvious leg injury for Hoeing forcing him out. Jeff Brigham came on. He was able to strike out Hunter Renfro to get through the fifth inning, and it stayed a 2-0 Milwaukee lead. With the Marlins failing to get anything going offensively, the Brewers had a chance to maybe break things open in the sixth inning with one out, a double by pinch hitter Colton Wong. Luis Urias then dunked a fly ball into shallow left. Peyton Burdick came on, tried to make a diving catch, but went off his glove. Wong only advanced to third, and what would go as a double for Urias. So in a 
2-0 game. The Brewers had second and third, one out. When Keston Hero walked, the bases were loaded for Victor Caratini. 2-1, Caratini. It's a one-hopper to second. Bernie has it. Flips to Wendell. One back to first. There's the double play. Big fist pump by Jeff Brigham. He's out of the inning. No runs, two hits, two left. Still 2-0 Milwaukee. And when Tommy Nance pitched a scoreless seventh inning, working around a double by the leadoff man Tyrone Taylor, it remained 2-0 into inning number eight. After Lauer went the first five, the Brewers got a scoreless sixth inning from Peter Strzelecki. Freddie Peralta then came on, struck out two and a one, two, three, seventh, and he started the eighth, allowing a base hit to Jordan Groshans. After pinch hitter J.J. Bleday popped a shortstop, John Birdie singled, and the Marlins had runners at first and second at that point. But when Charles LeBlanc struck out, there were two outs in the inning. Brian Anderson extended the eighth inning, working a walk, and the bases were loaded with two down. Marlins trailing two to nothing, and up to the plate stepped the former Brewer in his first game off the injured list tonight, Avisael Garcia. Crowd comes to its feet. Bases loaded, two down. Peralta, the one-two to Avi. Swinging a fly ball, center field. Taylor's going back. He's onto the track. He's at the wall, leaping, and it's a grand slam for Avi Garcia in his return to Milwaukee. Garcia, an eighth-inning slam, and the Marlins go up 4-2. to two. Avi Garcia last year led the Brewers, setting career highs with 29 homers and 86 runs batted in. Happy to be back at American Family Field tonight. His slam put Miami on top. In the bottom of the eighth, the rookie lefty Jake Fishman set down the side one, two, three. Got Yelich, got Wong, got Urias, a couple lefties and a righty. Then on to the ninth, Dylan Floro had a chance to nail it down. He got Keston here to fly to left for the first out. Then he walked pinch hitter Jace Peterson. So the Brewers got the tying man to the plate with one out in the ninth inning. Craig Council sent his big slugger Rowdy Telez up as a pinch hitter. Telez who is having a big year for the Brewers here in 2022, ranking among the league leaders in home runs with 34, in RBIs with 87. But Telez popped to the shortstop, Joey Wendell, for the second out, and that left the Marlins one out away from victory. Still, though, the Brewers had the tying man at the plate, two outs, ninth inning, when Floro went after the former National League Most Valuable Player, the veteran DH tonight, Andrew McCutcheon. Crowd making some noise in Milwaukee. Counts full, two outs, bottom of the ninth, tying man at the plate. Diaz drops off at first base. Peterson runs, 3-2 pitch, a swing and a miss. He struck him out, and the Marlins win. And Avi Garcia, grand slam in the eighth inning, turned this one around. Garcia off the injured list today, coming back to Milwaukee, where he starred last year. He's the star for the Marlins tonight. And the Marlins dash the Brewers' hopes for now with a 4-2 victory at American Family Field. In game one of this series, a Marlins victory for the Marlins. Four runs, five hits, two errors, four left. For Milwaukee, two runs, nine hits, two errors. The Brewers leave eight. Tommy Nance off the injured list today. The winning pitcher, one and three. Freddie Peralta, the loser, out of the bullpen. He'd made 16 starts this year, pitching in relief for the first time in 2022. He falls to four and four. Dylan Floro locks down his ninth save of the season. This one took three hours, eight minutes to play. Marlins now two and two on the year against the Brewers with three more to go here this weekend. With the victory, Miami improves to 65-91 and 91 on the season. The Marlins now 33-45 and 45 on the road. The Brewers fall to 83-74, and 74, now 43-32 and 32 here at American Family Field.
The Marlins and Auto Nation working together to strike out cancer in our community again this year. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout in 2022, $25 is donated to Auto Nation's Driving Initiative to support cancer research. Tonight, the Marlins staff recorded 5K. That's under $25 for the season now. 1,367 strikeouts, $34,175 from the Marlins to Auto Nation's Drive Pink initiative. Marlins win it 4-2. One other note from this ball game for the Marlins tonight. Uh, this little nugget I dug up a couple of days ago and shared with Don Mattingly. Donnie has talked a lot in the past about two big influences in his career as a player and as a manager. One, Yogi Berra, the Hall of Fame Yankees catcher, a former Yankee manager, former Yankee coach, and Donnie wears number eight in honor of Yogi Berra. Another big influence for him was Don Zimmer, longtime Major League manager and coach, just a great old-school baseball man who was a coach with the Yankees when Donnie was a player. He coached with the Yankees when Donnie was on Joe Torre's staff as well. Well, Zim is a guy who made a big impact on Don Mattingly, and tonight's victory for Don Mattingly, number 885 of his Major League managerial career, with this win, he ties Don Zimmer, for 76th on the all-time Major League managerial wins list, 885 for Donnie, 885 for Zim. I told Donnie that uh, on the field in New York a couple of days ago, he said, Zim, I'm coming for you. Well, he caught Don Zimmer tonight, and he will pass him with the next Marlins win over the course of this final week of the season. How about that? Miami storms from behind. An emphatic grand slam punctuates a four-run eighth for the Marlins. Wow, Avi Garcia coming back, a homecoming king for the Marlins. Uh, this is a Brewers team that he led in home runs last season. Uh, speaking of that, I caught up with Avi afterwards. Okay, Glenn, thank you. Avi, how'd the hamstring feel rounding the bases on the grand slam? <laughs> I mean, it feels great, you know. I've been working so hard to come back and play, and I feel proud that I worked, that I, I put in and when I was doing my rehab and, and focus on, on my hitting, and, you know, I feel great. You led that ball club in homers last year. Any sweeter when you do that here tonight? I mean, for sure, you know, I feel I feel happy, you know. But, you know, at the same time, I show a lot of respect for them and, and, and just trying to do my job and help my team win. Take me through your process and that at bat. You get the first pitch breaking ball. It goes 1-2. You get the heater dead center. I was looking for fastball. I mean, I, I was I was late. You know, this is my third game back, coming back from the – from the IL and and I've been, been late with the fastball the whole game and you know and and in that moment I focus on the fastball. If you throw me a breaking piece, so what? So what? You know, I just I just was ready for the fastball and he threw it and I get it. I know you guys would obviously love to be in playoff contention, but you're playing contenders yeah. for the next seven games. Yeah. What's that like? Just to get up for these games, try to spoil somebody else's season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we gotta we gotta come to the game and and, and win every single game. I think. Uh, we're not, we're not in the playoff contention, but, you know, we just got to show what we got and and, and what, what they're going to see for the next year. The Phillies thank you tonight, Avi. We do, too. Congrats <laughs> on the win. Thank you so much. Glenn. Avi Garcia after the Marlins' 4-2 victory over the Milwaukee Brewers. The Marlins, their 65th victory of the season. As we wrap things up, let's hear from the skipper, Don Mattingly. Donnie, talk about a, a huge momentum swing in that ball game, just that eighth inning, uh, you know, with this being – Avi's first game back to, to see him hit his first grand slam and, and put you guys in the lead. How nice was that? No, really nice. Uh, obviously nice for Avi. It's been a long year for him. He's, he's battled and, and, you know, really fought. And there was talk about not let, you know, not bringing him back, you know, just let him get into the winter. Uh, but, you know, he wanted to keep playing and, and get himself healthy. So that was good. Uh, 
So that was, it was a nice part, part of that game. Do you feel like those first couple of innings for him maybe just was shaking off a little bit of rust? Ooh, Avi? For Avi? Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, oh, just from throw it, not, not really. I think just things happen out there. You mentioned, I guess, just how the season's gone from. How has his, I guess, demeanor been throughout? Just... He's been fine. You know, obviously, I think, you know, I, I just think playing at home's tough. You know, and I think it's something that you don't really think about. You think everybody wants to play at home, but there's, you know, you come home and, you know, you get maybe the biggest deal we've ever given out. And there's, there is pressure that comes with that. And I think you try too hard. And I, obviously, I think time off helps him, you know, to think about it. I think this winter will help him. I think it'll be a lot better next year. Is there an update on hoeing? Uh, that that it was it was muscle, so that's a good thing. That it didn't you know fracture anything. There wasn't even they didn't have to do X-rays at all. It got him all in the muscle. So uh, I'd say that'd be positive from that standpoint. For Braxton, I know he had to throw a lot of pitches in that second inning. But do you think this is one where maybe he pitched a little bit better than that that final line for him is going to show? Well, I think I thought he fought. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he had very good stuff. Like he, he didn't seem to be crisp or sharp with with anything. But he battled through four. Uh, then our bullpen did a really nice job. Briggy gets out of a big that big mm-hmm. double play right there that keeps that game at two. That you know you these these kind of games and I've talked about it, it's hard to they're hard to win for the team that's trying to get back in things because no matter who you're playing, it's like you're supposed to beat us, right? And these are these are tough games to win. And I knew if, if we could just hang in there, right, and one one big hit, a little break, and and you know you can break through. So it's really just a matter of hanging around. And our bullpen really allowed us to do that, and uh, you know give us a chance. And then Avi gets a big hit. You mentioned Brigham just I guess back to back nights, big out. You know he went two years without you know pitching in the majors. Just what have you seen from him? Just no, he's been good. I, I think the. I sh- you never want to say time off is good for somebody, but he's more of a pitcher now than when he left. Uh, I think obviously watching games and, and coming back, he, he seems like he's more about making pitches now. It's not like just coming out and, and, and kind of chucking like young guys do. They just come out firing and don't think about much. Uh, but Briggy's a little different, I think, from the standpoint is that he's he's had some time to have to watch the game for two years. It's kind of hard, right? So. Uh, He's a nice job, and he really his role's been kind of growing, some some out of a necessity because our bull, you know guys have been beat up, but he's kind of been that guy that's been able to come in, get us out of an inning a couple of different times, and today it's, I think it's the third time he's had to do just what he did tonight, come in and warm up on the mound. So um, he's done a nice job with all that. All right, that was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins 4-2 win in come-from-behind fashion over the Milwaukee Brewers last night. Game two of this series comes your way at 8-10 Eastern time tonight. Sandy Alcantara versus Corbin Burns. That is the premier, the best matchup on the mound in all of Major League Baseball tonight. Hope you'll find some time to join us. 740 with Marlins on deck on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.